2: Hello, this is Dr. Marianne Chase, and welcome to The Healing Whisper: A Return to Peace. I'm so glad that you could join me today for the show. Today, we will be talking about healing and how it involves the body, mind, and spirit. All three of those things, in my opinion, is what needs to occur when a person heals. But before I get started on that, let me know that you can, uh, let me let you know that you can contact me at any time on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and you can always find me on my website, send me an email anytime, and you can do that through the Voice America website. Yeah, let's uh, get started and let me just say this. The show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is the opinion of myself, Dr. Marianne Chase. Please always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any concerns that you may have. Healing. So, what is healing all about? And why is it so difficult to heal sometimes? And in my opinion, We need three components to really, truly heal. The component of the body, the mind, and the spirit. All three of those things need to come together, shall we say, in a perfect storm to really, truly heal. So, exactly what is the body? Well, that, that actually probably is the simplest thing to explain. The body is the body that is the physical thing that we walk around on this earth in. It is that flesh and bone, that thing that gets sick, that thing that we want to heal. Then, what is the mind? I like to define the mind as the emotions that we have. The things that we express like in love or in anger. Fear or anxiety or patience or hope. That in my definition is what the mind is. And You may define it as a different thing, but that different thing that people tend to define as the mind is what I define as the spirit. And for me, the spirit is more than just this, shall we say, nebulous, kind of cloudy thing that fills our bodies when we become alive or leaves our body when we die it is that but it is also our unconscious our subconscious our heart not the beating heart it's the i love you with all my heart heart it is something that has to be healed big time, in order to heal the emotions. And the emotions have to be healed big time in order to heal the body. Now, I'm not going to get into the body so much on this show. I haven't in all the shows previous. What I talk about on this show is healing the spiritual mind, that heart, that unconscious, that subconscious. Because I really truly believe that without healing that spirit, you can't heal the mind, you can't heal the body. In America, we are so focused, and, and maybe worldwide, but I do know here in the United States, we are so focused on the body. And yes, it's important. It's important to feed the body healthy things. It is important to exercise the body well. It's also important to, to rest the body, and as a culture, as a nation, there is so much focus on eating right and exercising and proper rest, which probably, at least in the American culture, is kind of put on the back burner But there is so much focus on that. You would think that as a nation, we would be getting healthier. We would be getting better. But why is it since Nixon declared a war on cancer, and at that time, cancer was the fifth leading cause of death in the United States. But now, cancer is the number one cause of death. So with this war declared on cancer, with all of the awareness of taking care of your bodies, of eating right, of eating better, of watching your weight, of watching your cholesterol, which is another subject altogether, with all of this focus on that, you would think that those illnesses of the body would be getting better. But they are not. It is actually getting worse. Why is that? What is the answer? Well, We believe, and I say we because I include the Healing Code family. And the Healing Codes, as I have been saying on the show over and over and over again, is a healing of the heart, of that spiritual heart, the I love you with all my heart, heart. And if you're just joining me for the very first time, This may be news to you, or you may already be familiar with the Healing Codes. We at the Healing Codes truly believe that the thing that is making us sicker, not only as a nation, but as a world, is issues of that heart, that spiritual heart. And we have also found with the healing codes that when used, those emotional issues go away, those issues of the heart go away, and consequently the issues of the body goes away. Now once again I am going to repeat that the issues of our body even though they're getting worse it this doesn't mean that we have to we can stop taking care of ourselves that we can not eat properly yes those are all very very important things and things that I address Constantly on my uh, website, uh, not on my website, I'm sorry, on Facebook, I'm always posting things that have to do with healing the body or keeping the body healthier. But you can still do all the right things. And if you have issues with emotions and issues with the spirit and the heart, You will always, always, or I should say nearly always, have issues with the body. So when you are having an illness, and let's just take cancer because I've already brought it up. Let's just say you've been diagnosed with a cancer. It brings up an emotion And with most people, it brings up a fairly uh, significant emotion that is very difficult to deal with. And for some people, that emotion might be fear, usually is fear, or anger, or anxiety, which which is another type of fear. But all sorts of emotions come up with that. And in order to heal those emotions, we need to heal the basis for the creation of those emotions. And a lot of those emotions, well, I should say, most of those emotions are created through our spiritual heart. And again, that spiritual heart is not the beating heart. It is that I love you with all my heart. Heart. It's almost time for the break. And when we come back from the break... I will get into what causes these negative emotions of our mind and what we can do about them. So don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice
0: America Health & Wellness. Fitness is important to keep your body in tip-top shape now and aging gracefully for the future. The Fitness Momentum Show with Coach Michael Merlino is designed to be your guide to fitness and running, whether you're a beginner or ready to run your next marathon. By paying attention to and following the tips offered by Michael and his guests, you'll be able to essentially be your own trainer. Get the most out of your fitness regimen and tune in every Friday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness.
3: Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan and Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness.
0: Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN.
1: You are listening to The Healing Whisper A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1 472 5792. That's one If you'd rather send an email, our email address is whisper at MindSpring.com. Now back to the show.
2: Welcome back and thanks for sticking with me or if you're just joining me, this is Dr. Marianne Chase and we are talking about healing and the three components that in my opinion are required for healing, and we have spoken about the body, that physical entity that you need to have, the mind, which is, in my definition, the emotions, and the spirit, which is the unconscious mind, the spiritual heart, if you were to have that, and why all three are needed. But mainly, you need to heal that unconscious mind. So, the question is, why? Why do you need to heal that unconscious mind? We know through various research, or lots of research as it were, that the unconscious mind is something that is, shall we say, like a tape recorder, or like a a. uh, a tape recorder, let's just call it that. It is something that is running in the background 24-7. I'm dating myself by saying a tape recorder. Let's just call it like a computer virus. The virus is on the computer and it is there running and telling the computer to do things that you don't want the computer to do. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, every week of the year. And so what is this virus, computer virus, as it were, telling you to do? Well, that, that can be multiple things. It can be things like it's telling you that you don't deserve to be healthy, or it could be something as simple as I am not lovable. Where do these things come from? They come from beliefs that we have created as a child between the ages of, say, one to six or zero to six. They come from beliefs that we have created Yes, we have created beliefs even in the uterus. They come from beliefs that have been created by, yes, our ancestors, our parents. These beliefs, let's just take the I am unlovable belief, came about as a result of something that happened. And how can it be that the belief happened to our parents long before we were even conceived, and yet we still have that same belief? They didn't pass it down to us just by words. No, that belief was actually passed on to us through the cells of our bodies. And from our ancestors, those beliefs came down through the cells of the body. Hopefully, everybody listening knows what DNA is. DNA is the basic building blocks of our cells. Our cells are the basic building blocks of our body. We also know that our memories and our beliefs are contained in every single cell of our body, which is a remarkable thing when you think about it because those memories, those beliefs in every single cell of our body used to be thought of, well, that's in the brain. And if we just killed a portion of the brain that had this negative, this bad belief then all would be well but it didn't turn out to be that way and that's how we know that the memories that we have are in every single cell of our body because they have killed off that portion of the brain that they thought well that's where the memories are and it didn't do anything. And what they have found is that their transplant patients, people that have received hearts, livers, kidneys, transplants, can and have actually started acting and thinking different. And when research is done, They began to act and think like the person that donated that particular organ. It's a scary thought if you're a transplant uh, person, if you've received a transplant. It's an interesting thought from, from the research point of view in that oh, memories are everywhere through the bodies. And so what do memories have to do with our beliefs? Memories have everything to do with our beliefs. Because when you develop a memory, you develop it as a picture. If I were to say a word just like elephant, immediately, what will crop into your mind, and I can guarantee you this, it's not the letters E-L-E-P-H-A-N-T. It is the actual image of an elephant. And the only people that don't have those kind of memories are people that have been blind from birth, who do not know what an elephant looks like. And honestly, I'm just saying this, but for all we know, a person that has been blind from birth may actually be able to see. When a word elephant is said, they might see an elephant as an elephant in their mind because, well, their parents and their ancestors knew what an elephant looked like. But that's just postulation on my part. Don't take that as fact. (laughs) Please don't take that as fact. (laughs) I don't want to have it coming back to me. Well, Dr. Marianne J said, (laughs) that's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is a person that has actually seen an elephant, whether it's in a picture book or an actual elephant, when that word is said, that image comes to their mind And so what does that have to do with negative beliefs? Let's just say as a child, you were experienced something very traumatic, which may or may not be traumatic to some children or to other children, but for you, it was traumatic. Let me just give you an experience from my own life that I didn't, think it was traumatic until later on. But I remember going out to lunch with my family. We always went to lunch after church. We always went to this one specific restaurant in town. I think there were actually only two restaurants in town, and everybody that went out to eat after church went to one of these two restaurants. Yes, I grew up in a very small town. When we got to the restaurant, I would always get one of those little stools to sit on in the booth that would raise me up to the proper height on the table. And for some reason, my parents said, no, don't get that. And I interpreted that in my mind that I didn't deserve to get stool anymore, that I couldn't sit up at the height of the adults anymore. I remember just crying my heart out because I didn't get the stool to sit on. What I didn't realize was that they were all in use. I just heard, don't get it. You don't deserve it. And After my parents calmed me down, after my parents explained there aren't any, you're going to have to sit on some books or phone books or (laughs) whatever, I, I calmed down. But what came to me later on in life was this traumatic memory that I didn't deserve to be an adult. And so my whole life was being circled around that memory and that unhealthy belief that came from something that was just in an adult mind, in a logical mind, was simple, nothing to it. But to the child's mind, the not logical mind, I didn't deserve something. That's what the memories do to create unhealthy beliefs. And that unhealthy belief was running in the background and let's just say in those days it was the uh LP recording. <laughs> the record going on and on and on well it's almost time for the break when we come back I will get into what do these unhealthy beliefs do to our body to cause illness don't go away
0: opinions options answers you're listening to voice america health and
3: wellness how is your health do you want to know more about it every day there are new technologies procedures and healing techniques coming forward to understand them tune into speaking of health with dr michael kudlis our guests come from different backgrounds in the fields of health and healing we'll discuss new realities and modalities from chiropractic to metagenics it's all designed to improve your quality of life Speaking of Health is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health & Wellness Channel.
0: Do you know about Reiki? This method of healing can complement Western medicine as well as other alternative practices. Besides healing, it can have the additional effect of making you feel more positive about yourself and the world around you. By tuning into For the Love of Reiki with host Paula Vale, you'll find how Reiki can improve your health, bring balance into your life, and fill you with joy. For the Love of Reiki is broadcast live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel.
3: We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
2: Welcome back to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. This is Dr. Mary Ann Chase. And if you are just joining us, you can contact me at any time through the email. The Healing Whisper at MindSpring.com. And uh, you can connect to that email through the Voice America website. You can also go to my webpage, TheHealingWhisper.com, and uh, find me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. We have been talking about healing the three parts of ourselves that need to be taken care of in order for us to heal fully. We talked about healing the body, that physical entity that we all live in and how it's important to really take care of the body and eat right and exercise and etc, etc. But that's not all. That's not everything that we need to heal. We've just barely touched on healing the emotions, the mind that need to be healed in order to heal the body. What we've really started talking about are healing the spirit, the unconscious memories. And just before the break, I told a brief little story about how, as a small child, I was denied access to a um, stool, a, a little seat, to sit at a restaurant table with my parents. Not because I was not old enough, or not because I couldn't have it, but because there were none available, But my childish mind interpreted that as I did not deserve it. I didn't know there were none available. So the the story is, what that created in myself, in my memory, which resides in every single cell of my body, what that created was a belief that I didn't deserve. And it wasn't just, I didn't deserve that stool. It began to extend in my life as, I didn't deserve this, or I didn't deserve that. And it began to rule my life. You can develop unhealthy beliefs through any sort of situation like that that to my childish mind was very traumatic. To some other child, not so much. Everybody has a traumatic story and I'm not just talking about Being beaten as a child or abused or any of those things. Everybody has a traumatic story, and even if you didn't have that traumatic story, idyllic existence as a child, even if you had that idyllic existence as a child, maybe your parents didn't, or maybe your grandparents did not. Those memories can be passed down through generations upon generations and those beliefs can land in ourselves. How does this, for Pete's sake, how does this make us sick? It makes us sick because we become stressed. Yeah, there's the stress word. All over again, stress, stress, stress. We hear it every day. Eliminate your stress or reduce your stress. Actually, you can't eliminate stress because actually if you did, you'd be dead. But you hear it every day. Reduce stress, reduce stress. And how do you do it? Well, most people think, well, I need to reduce stress. Exercise, that's a good way to reduce stress. Yes, I agree. It is. Uh, let's get more sleep. That will reduce stress. Yes, that's correct. It will. Let me learn how to meditate. That will reduce stress. Yes, I agree. It will. All of these things will reduce stress. But it will not eliminate those negative beliefs that cause stress at the cellular level. All of those other things, the meditation, the exercise, the getting more sleep, helps reduce what we would call external circumstance stress. Those are the things like your boss yelled at you today. Or you just simply had a bad day at work. Or the drive home was really rough. Those are external circumstance stressors. What I'm talking about reducing and even eliminating some of these stressors are the internal circumstance stress, the things that create those negative beliefs not the things that create those negative beliefs, the things those negative beliefs create in our emotions. Not those things that created the negative emotions, but the things that created the negative beliefs, which in turn will create the negative emotions. So going back to the example of my don't deserve it, the emotions that it created within me was that of sadness and the sadness would get so deep that well you know as as a child they might have called it depression then uh, but probably not they just would call it a sad child That's what those negative beliefs can do, and it's, it's running constantly. And how it causes stress is not because of the emotion, but when you try to eliminate that emotion through, well, what we would today call affirmations, but at other times when I was growing up, would say, yes, Marianne, you do deserve that. But you can only say things like that a few times, whereas I've got the I don't deserve it, I don't deserve it, I don't deserve it going on for in the background constantly. That's what causes stress. So now what exactly is the stress that it's causing? It's causing our immune system to shut down. That's what stress does. It starts the fight or flight response. And when we have that fight or flight response, we're supposed to actually physically battle or physically run off. Because our body is being told to activate the muscles. It is also being told to deactivate anything that is not absolutely necessary. And our stomach digestion is not necessary. It is not necessary to think logically during a fight or flight response. It is only necessary to think about how to fight, as in getting angry or running away. And when it shuts down your immune system, and it's shutting down your immune system 24 hours a day, seven days a week, then guess what? You're going to get sick and you're going to get sick at the weakest part of your body, which, for everybody, it's different. In my case, I developed lots of food allergies, and food allergies are directly related to the the immune system. It's a fairly complicated thing. Just suffice it to say... When you've got negative beliefs of the heart going on, you are stressing out because the body is being told things that aren't true. It wasn't true that I did not deserve whatever. But I believed it and it caused stress. And caused my immune system to shut down. And eventually caused sadness. And eventually caused allergies. It's all a cascading effect of things. So as I said at the beginning of the show, we've got these three things that were all affected by the spirit by that heart, by that unconscious mind running 24-7 and breaking the little pieces and parts of our body that are most likely to break. It is just about time for the break. And so when we come back from the break... I will get into how do we change these negative beliefs that are causing us to get sick and have these emotions that are creating the negative problems with our bodies. Don't go away. Your life, your health, your network.
0: You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Cancer is not something to be taken lightly. But instead of being talked at by doctors, medical providers, and others, wouldn't it be nice to hear from a host who has worked at the Cancer Coalface for 38 years as a caregiver, supporter for 14,000 patients, and who has had the experience of having a life-threatening condition herself? You will hear the stories of survivors and other people who work in breakthrough cancer medicine. Navigating the Cancer Maze with host Grace Galler. We'll help you with the facts, planning, and grief experienced with different forms and stages of cancer. Listen every Friday at 12 noon U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel.
3: Good childhood mental health is critically important. Early patterns of emotions and thinking shape children's behavior from preschool into the teen years and beyond. But understanding young kids can be a challenge. Tune in to Child Psych Central. Discover the Kid Brain with Dr. Beth Onufrak. Each week, we will reveal how brain function and child development drive young children's daily behavior. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. It's one of the best things that you can do as a parent. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
1: You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at MindSpring.com.
2: Now back to the show. Welcome back. I'm glad that you could stick with me. This is Dr. Marianne Jason And before the break, we were talking about that spirit and how it causes stress in our bodies because we are having that 24-7 recording going along with negative beliefs. And it doesn't matter what negative belief that you either developed as a child or inherited or whatever. The fact is, the negative belief is there. It is causing stress and it is causing your body to get sick. Well, you know, there is good news. The good news is you can heal those negative beliefs. And how you can heal the negative beliefs is through the healing codes. I may not have mentioned this earlier in the show. In fact, I don't think I did, is that I am a healing code certified practitioner. Just basically what that means is I'm a coach. And I coach people on how to Heal their negative beliefs of their heart. And I see it all the time that people don't actually even know that they have this negative belief going on. That is not at all uncommon. But as you begin to heal, as you begin to learn to listen to your body using the Healing Code Methods, you can actually find some of these negative beliefs and begin to heal from them. If you have purchased the Healing Code book by Dr. Alex Lloyd, you already know some of these things. Or purchased and read it. If you have not purchased it, I would strongly recommend that you do that or you can go to my website and click through to get Healing Code uh, manuals on how to do Healing Codes. How the Healing Codes work, it's a method of energy that you direct back into your body through your hands the energy to remove that negative belief. Now, how does that work? Folks, everything is energy. And that was proven by Albert Einstein. If you just were to even look at our body and take it down to its smallest atom, you could even take that atom down to its smallest little particle. And yes, atoms can be broken down into smaller particles. That's known as quantum physics. I won't even get into that because it's extraordinarily complicated but because everything is made up out of these atoms that's made out of these smaller particles, that these particles are just pure energy. Everything is pure energy. And it vibrates or moves or shakes at different speeds depending upon the molecule or the entity. So when you've got a negative belief, that is energy of a negative nature. And so what you need to do is change that energy and remove it and replace it like you would with a computer virus. Earlier in the show, I did mention that these negative beliefs are like a computer virus. It's there all the time. And So because of that negative belief, the virus needs to be removed. And so you can deprogram your personal computer using energy, replace it or get rid of the virus, get rid of the bad program with a good program. And that's how the healing codes work. Through physically positioning the hands around the head and the neck. And we have lots of reasons that we know that these work, which I won't get into except for the one reason is we know that they work through the heart rate variability test. This is an actual medical test that measures stress. And people that have used the healing codes to measure their stress, the heart rate variability test proves that the healing codes have removed the stress. That's how you can begin to heal your spiritual heart. And there are several categories within the healing codes process that Everyone needs to work on. The first primary category is that of forgiveness. Then there's love and peace and trust, goodness, kindness. There's unhealthy beliefs, which really covers everything. There's unhealthy actions, their self-control. All of these are categories that every individual needs to work on and some individuals need to work on some things more than another. But it can be done through the healing codes and I would strongly urge everyone to check it out. And if you are using the healing codes and you're not seeming to get results, I would also strongly encourage everyone to contact a healing code practitioner and modestly say I'm one of them and I would love to be able to work with you. So as you know, you can contact me through my website, thehealingwhisper.com through Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, send me an email. Let me know what's going on. Let me help you out. Let me help you learn to heal and be able to return to that peaceful part of your life, which is what being healed is all about. Next week, On my next show, we'll be getting into our words. What do our words do for us and to us? It should be very interesting. And we will talk specifically not only about the words, but how we can use our words to heal. And until then, as in the wise words of Solomon... Guard your heart, that spiritual heart. For out of that heart, all things, all things are healed. Blessings.
1: Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week.